Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Friday, February 3rd, we're back. Unfortunate news, National Bubblegum Day, this show's cursed. I hate to mix it in there with the bubblegum, but we got to get serious here. You might have something bad happen to you today because you clicked this file. I'm recording this afterwards. Midway through, 30 minutes, lots of NFL talk. We're getting into it. We're about to do a draft. We had Jeff with us. Bang. Internet breaks. So 170 of these. It's never happened before. Hopefully it never happens again. Yeah, I mean, enjoy the 30 minutes we had. It was a great 30 minutes. It just comes to an abrupt ending. So just letting you know in advance. Talk to you guys on Monday. Friday, February 3rd. We're back. It's National Bubblegum Day. It's also, I see this is a new one that's coming on. It's Jordan Day because it's 2-3-2-3. It's two, three, two, three. They're running programming for Jordan all day. So if you have a Jordan take or bubblegum, we'll go to Owen first. What's up? A Jordan Tate, like he's good. He's really good at basketball. Okay. To go. <laughs> nice. And like is good. I like it. I had a couple of pieces today, actually. Did you really? What brand are you rocking? I had some five. Oh, I've always yeah. liked five, but I think that's somewhat controversial. Well, they got good ads. Yeah. Well, I wasn't thinking of the ads. <laughs> I was thinking more of the actual bu- bubble gum. I felt like it always lasted longer in terms of taste, in my opinion. I don't know. Maybe um, I don't just, know either. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm just barking up the wrong tree there. I don't know. Jeff's with us today. If you didn't hear his voice, it's uh, he's in the studio with me. What's up? Uh, nothing. I'm just thinking about bubblegum now. Mm. That's that's all that's on my mind. I, I'm i a big hubba bubba guy. Oh, he's a hubba bubba guy. Okay. Because you could blow the big bubbles. Yeah. yeah. I remember the hubba bubba, dude. I was never really big into that. I was I, I never really had gum in this house. That was not my upbringing. Never really something that I got around you to. You brought up the gum. Yeah, I did bring it up. Alex was a gum guy from what I remember back in the day. Always has been, really, I think. Yeah, generally a pretty big gum guy, but not <laughs> uh, not Hubba Bubba and, like, the sweeter ones. Generally just, like, a mint. Yeah, a mint that's flavor. my speed, so too. So keep your mouth clean sort of thing. Um, but on Jordan, anyone see that, like, golf swing of his a few weeks ago? I can't he was, see. like, right in, like, near the water, and he went for the swing <laughs> oh. and, like, and the follow through just like made him like fall into the water. It was so bad. People were like, "Yeah, he's he's lost it. Like he's, he's not, washed. He he's got to make it back." So to it's the pretty NBA. funny. Go find the video. It's a pretty funny swing. Let's go, Jordan Day. You love to see that. Um, this morning I was driving into school and uh, on ESPN eighty, Max Kellerman started. He was his lead into commercial was coming up. We're gonna talk about Brady versus Jordan. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna be changing the channel. I'm not gonna stick around for that debate. But Brady is kind of what's going on. Of course, he retired. Alex was the most animated person right away. He said, I find Tom Brady really annoying. And then I actually, this is why Alex is king. He retweeted Tom Brady's week one hype video where he's like, I got a lot left in the tank. I was like, this is just prime Alex rubbing it in for no reason. So you're kind of aggravated with Tom. So let's go to you. Yeah. So everyone knows how I felt about him coming back after like last, uh, after last season ended. Um, And then, yeah, I was 
just I was up this morning and I thought I was like, you know what? Let me actually go find that video of his where it's like the Top Gun times uh, oh, yeah. Tom Brady mix up like collab. <laughs> and I just thought it was funny. because He comes out and he's like, I could give you many reasons as to why I'm coming back. But the main reason is we've got a hell of a team. <laughs> and then that definitely didn't prove to be the case this year. So um, that was a hot take on his part. And uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I guess it was worth it for the uh, Dallas Cowboys playoff loss, you know, to divorce Giselle and mess up the family and all that stuff. So another NFC South title, dude. That's that is true. That <laughs> Three is three in true. a row. Oh wait, does have that? Yeah, two in a row. Two in a row. Gutted it out. He did. He did. He had to get home field one more time for one more playoff yeah. game. Um, I, to be honest, I'm a Brady guy. Always have been, but I think Owen's probably the biggest Brady guy going. So, are you happy by this news? Or I mean, what was your emotions when you saw it? When it happened, I was I was thinking about how I felt last year compared to this year. And like last year, I was genuinely quite sad um, when I saw him go. And then this year, I was like pretty indifferent. Like I didn't really care. I. I, I didn't think there was a lot left in the tank if you was going to stay and play like another year in Oakland or something or in Las Vegas or San Francisco. So I was just like, oh, good. It's probably the right thing to do. But I feel like I already uh, exhausted all my emotion the first time. And at this point, I'm just like, yep, good. Don't really care. Yeah, that was kind of my yeah. reaction, too. It was more of like, a, oh, thank God. Like, I didn't want to yeah. I didn't want to see him trot himself out there for in some like random jersey and like, you know, not want to get hit again. To me, it's like it's kind of how I imagine I'd react if Aaron Rodgers were to retire. I'd just be like, good, like <laughs> good career. Nice. Like, thanks for letting us know. Yeah, that kind right. of it. I do like that even in like Tom's retirement, like February 1st, like two weeks before the Super Bowl, like team has lots of time to like pivot plans. And meanwhile, Aaron Rodgers is like, uh, I still don't know what I want to do, guys. Like you're going to you're going to have to. I need some more time. <laughs> like that's prime difference between the two to me. Um, but I was honestly just kind of relieved like you. I was like, OK, like nice. We, we've, we've done our retirement ceremonies. It is going to be a little weird because I do think there's like no way he comes back so it is going to be a little weird to go without him he's probably i think honestly seven titles in any sport is kind of impossible in this day day and age i don't think like like lebron can only get to four like i don't see a world where another athlete's getting to seven in any sport let alone football and then let alone six with one team and one with another so i don't think a lot of this stuff is going to be repeated which makes it kind of weird but we did kind of shoot it last year at this time. So you got anything on Tom, Jeff? I don't know, man, because with his, I, I was a little sad because with his retirement, it became official that the Vikings were the only team mm. that he didn't play for that he had never lost, that he always beat. Oh, like, so that was the last yeah. thing. He never got it over on Tom. Yeah, we, nev we never got one too. on him. No, the but Bills, the Bills have, I think, were like one of his highest. The team he beat, like he he had beat more than yeah, the other. Yeah, but the team, Bills right? have beat him. The Vikings never got to f get that feeling. He well, never. Jeff never got the satisfaction. Well, ninety no. percent of Jeff, ten percent of him got it, but ninety percent wasn't getting but, it. But yeah, I just remember that game. I think not this current season, but the one before, where our kicker just forgot how to kick field goals, and he gave up like twelve points, and we lost by three. 
I'm forgetting that one. I can't lie. I remember but. it. Pretty forgettable for anyone that doesn't like either of those teams. I'm not that, was a, that was a raw way to start your Tom Brady retirement take. I remember the game where the Vikings kicker <laughs> left 12 points on the board and Tom won by three on the Bucks. That was a raw way to do it, dude. But, uh, I, I mean, I'm kind of glad he's retired. Like, it's it's time. Yeah, been time. I, I still don't think, even if he came back next season, he, like, he wouldn't be the worst quarterback in the league. Well, he's, that's what he said was like itching at him was that like he's like when I go and retire one day, I'm gonna be watching like TV on Sundays saying I'm better than half of these guys. Like I could do way better. And I would say he's like, oh, so it's he, almost like a sick like ego thing. Yeah, on his part. It's like Tom, we know that. Like yeah. you have seven rings, chill. Yeah, he's like, do you know I'm actually better than uh, Jacoby Brissett, dude? Like he backed me up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And even worse, dude, he's going to be calling the games for Fox, which I mean, he's that's what I'm saying. I think he's kind of going to be a savage in the booth, bro. Which just, is, I'm all like, for. Someone's going to throw a pick, and he's going to be like, "No, I'd never would have done that. I never would have." <laughs> you know what? That I can't route. wait for when he when he is commentating a game where Nick Foles is playing. I don't think you're going to get that chance. He hates that guy. Like, if he comes in through injury again, freak injury. Okay. Nick, I, I, He hates Nick Foles. He's one of those guys he refuses to shake his hand after games. Because Nick Foles, he, he beat him in the Super Bowl, and then he upset him with a terrible team. And it was like a big celebration, and Brady just looked at him, walked to the locker room. He, he never got it over on him. What yeah. about Jimmy G? You think he hates Jimmy G too? Wow, that's a more likely scenario that he calls a Jimmy G game. Yeah, that is more. That is more likely. Jimmy G is also now the most Super Bowls of any quarterback, right? Yeah. Wow. I mean, he didn't do anything to get them, but (laughs) good for him. I hear Tom on. He probably does hate Jimmy G. To be honest with you, he's probably got some sort of like uh, yeah sick and you try to take my my job. Yeah. Like what about? Do you think he hates Purdy? Because Purdy is the only rookie to ever beat him. Wow. Wow. We should make a chart, dude. That's a good little off-season activity. He probably hates Dakota, too. He probably does hate Dakota. Dakota, you know, ended his NFL career. Yeah, he probably does. And he and he still hates Bill, maybe, potentially. And he definitely hates Mac. He, oh, not, for sure. Maybe he hates well, everybody. what do you think about... Do you think he likes Hoyer or doesn't like Hoyer? Because he's, no, he's playing he likes Hoyer. Hoyer. I think Hoyer. Yeah, I don't think he sees Hoyer as a threat. No, I <laughs> no think, yeah. yeah, I think, I think his main... No, I think he hates when there's quarterbacks in the league that just aren't good. Yeah, like, or yeah. or who are threatening him. So I think he hates everybody yeah. unless you're like an ally, like Hoyer, yeah. dude. Well, I'm sure he likes Aaron yeah. Rodgers. He'll like Mahomes, but he's going to hate those bad guys that found a way to beat him for sure. Oh, yeah, I think so. But I, I mean, when he's calling games, like... This is the weird thing about announcing that I was thinking about. Like, I saw him on the Manning cast one time and thought he was pretty good and thought, okay, like he's... It might it might be a decent announcer, but Fox giving him like four hundred million dollars to announce when you have no idea if he's like interested or good at it. Like, what other business in the world do they give you literally almost half a billion dollars with like no like training? I think they yeah. just gave him the money and are just hoping. That was based off like fifteen minutes of the Manning cast day. Yeah, plus all his like Twitter videos. They're like, yo, those Twitter <laughs> videos he puts out are sick. <laughs> He's, he's going to be good. They should hire his editor as a producer. Whoever that guy is, the guy who was making the old videos. Oh, my goodness. Like the Into the Fray once again. 
I know anybody that follows Tom Brady knows what I'm talking about. He's had some good hype He videos. should be. Whatever they're paying With Tom, a Top Gun mashup? That was wrong. Bringing it up again. <laughs> two for two in the Top Gun references. I bet over under three and a half Top Gun references. I think he can slip them in. I think I think there's a good chance he does. The old videos, though, were, were bangers. The new ones, I mean, maybe it was to do with, like, the team getting worse and, like, dropping them, like, once a month instead of every weekend. But, yeah. you know. The, the videos ones. on the Super Bowl run, though, are goaded. I still go back to those ones. Even the one after he won the Super Bowl, when it was like the like old ones, old takes exposed or whatever. That oh, one. Oh, that was so. Good. Tom Brady's had some. I good remember set, videos. just every Sunday morning, I would like on those it, during that playoff and like the end of the regular season that year. I'd I'd like look forward to them every Sunday morning. Yep. I'd like like them. Remember the one where he played? I think it was the Fifty Cent Many Men. Yes. I don't oh. even think it was that big of a game. That or maybe it was a playoff game. I felt like it might have been even a regular season game, but it was just like, yeah, like we clinched the playoffs, and then he played the song. It was so sick, dude. He did that with that. Um, uh, I'm never gonna remember the song name. I don't even know why I tried, but he also celebrated his retirement with a hundred Instagram stories. He, he did the max out. He did the literal did the full LeBron. bar. LeBron dual leap of Von Miller a hundred stories. So he joined the exclusive club. I did sit down and count him out, which is something I like to do. So congratulations to him on uh, reaching the plateau. I liked how he also said in his video, "I'm not gonna do anything major like quiet retirement," and then literally just bombarded his Instagram the entire day. So that was nice. That was good stuff, Tom. Well, like really like he probably only came back because you know ego thing and he wanted to retire on his own terms he also said years ago he wanted to play till he was 45 and then i mean he did it i think he's like a pretty intentional guy like that like i think that certainly played a factor in, in his decision where he was because he, he seems like that type of guy who makes a goal and then you know he just sort of hits and is like all right good enough yeah i did it there's no point in coming back and going anywhere else. Um, I do like last thing on this, and it's not really about this, but I like that the Bucks now, like they're just back to complete irrelevance. Like the, the Bucks are just back to being the Bucks. Like I heard on the radio this morning, the guy goes, funniest sentence of all time, are the Bucks now looking at Derek Carr? I was like, oh, that's perfect. <laughs> like that sentence is just an A plus. And also shout out to Derek Carr, who's not wearing any um, equipment. At the, did you see this? He's he's not wearing any Raiders logos at the Pro Bowl, so he was wearing like red NFL hats and sweaters <laughs> instead of wearing anything else. He's wearing like AFC merch <laughs> instead of <laughs> Raiders gear. So I really want to see him go to the Bucks now. It's like my new hope. Um, I'm sure Alex that, has a take on it. And uh, when he goes to the Bucks, he's gonna be like, guys, I got you. Like there won't be any <laughs> drop off from Brady. Like I'm just gonna continue the success he created here. I'm here to win now. And week three, he'll be crying at the podium. Yeah, there will definitely be some early tears from Derek Carr. I can guarantee you that. Um, but I, the Bucks, I mean, well, I they should just blow it up. They if this is any indication, don't even try to like trot back and run like a sad six and eleven season just from the ground up. I've seen about a hundred Kyle Trask tweets. Don't do that. Get Derek Carr. <laughs> And just go like three and fourteen. That would be my recommendation to that. I don't. I don't get all the Twitter like posts. Everyone's like, "Did you know Kyle Trask is the only Bucks QB under contract?" It's like the off season's coming up, and they were eliminated like two weeks ago. So <laughs> they got time. Yeah, <laughs> like they literally like the off season hasn't even started. They got time. So. Yeah, 
They've already locked up Jimmy Garoppolo to a long-term deal. Like, that's what people were expecting. A couple other big NFL stories. Sean Payton, D'Amico Ryans, obviously filling up some vacancies in Houston and Denver. We could sort of cover both. They seem like they have a lot to do with each other because of just the timing and everything at the same, you know, 10-minute span there. But we'll start with D'Amico because I know Owen's going to be right in on this one and what it means for the Texans going forward. I cannot imagine a better coach to get if you're the Texans. Yeah, I, I think so too. I think it Did the lit- Texans win a Super Bowl under D'Amico Ryan. Wow. Yes. That is that's well, a question. Well, how long did they get him for? Four, six six years. years. Yeah. So they really locked him a in. A lot can happen in six years. A lot can happen in six years. And the and wait, I know what you're going <laughs> to ask. How long were the contracts they uh, signed with Cully and Lovey? <laughs> were those? I don't think Who they were. Knows? I think they had to offer him a big contract because of those short contracts. Like were they, they only short? I thought they were like three or four year deals. Or sorry, because they fired him so early, got rid of those guys. Yeah, so fast. I think I think they I were. Think like, the Texans knew it was a one year deal all along, but the coach might not have. <laughs> true, true. They might have just put in little forward payment clauses in there, like yeah, okay, little, little like if deal. we fire you, this is how it's gonna the payment's gonna work. But that's just an if. Like, I'm not saying we will. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Yeah. Like it's a four year contract. We're gonna keep you around for four years. But like, if we fire you, you're not getting paid. Yeah, the three years after, it's an opt out. We can opt yeah. out, but you like, yeah. don't worry about that because we're like, we wouldn't get rid of a guy. Like, after we won't one do year. that. Yeah, we won't. <laughs> yeah, it's like four years. Yeah, it's done. Perfect. Just worry about this year. Okay? <laughs> one year at a time, and your quarterback is Jeff Driscoll, so you don't have to worry about nothing. Um, We've got you covered. They do have us covered, and and our boy, everything Texans. On he said he's never been more excited for to oh, like yeah. for anything. Yeah. He said he was literally like he had some tweet today about how he was like shaking in excitement for the press conference. Like, I I mean, this is the best thing that's ever happened to this guy. So I'm happy for that reason. I do think the Texans, I saw some list today on like one of those like Instagram sports accounts that I follow. And it was like uh, teams furthest away from winning a championship. And it had the Texans like last in all of sports. And I just categorically disagreed. I was like, I would have them like, I wouldn't have them like in the top half, but I mean, they're going to get a quarterback. They have a coach that seemingly knows what they're doing and is going to get some time. Like they're not that far off. They have a pretty good base now. They have like something like 70 million in cap or something like that. And Laramie Tunsil's deal is expiring. I think after this next year, Hmm. like they're going to be in a, in my opinion, like a spot to contend depending on this, how this quarterback looks like within a year or two. Well, they could just be like the Jaguars in a few years. Like the Jaguars are in a pretty good spot. And if they, you know, like, cause the Jags got a pretty serious coach. I'd agree with Owen that D'Amico Ryans is a pretty serious coach. Like he's not some nut job out there. And, uh, you know, if they draft well, draft a good QB and then just start, I think they already have a pretty solid like base. Like it's not, you know, the worst. Yeah. It's uh, better so than I agree. Record. I don't think I'd put them last as, as would you say odds at winning the Super Bowl in the next? It was like teams furthest against... away from winning a championship, like in all of sports, yeah, no. they had them last. I just didn't just, I like just... I'd still put the Browns last because they're the Browns. Like, yeah. Like the Lions, bro. Like I, I know they're the, I yeah. know they're not bad, but they're the Lions. Like. At least the exactly. Texans don't carry like years worth of baggage, even though they've never done anything really notable. So good for them. That's a good move. And it seemed like Denver, from what I read, it seemed like they went back in for D'Amico Ryan's like three times. And even as late as when he had flown to Houston to like do his press conferences, they were like 
still calling him up being like yo like yeah like (laughs) like, we'll give you the bag like we'll we'll pay whatever you want but i mean it seems like houston is just a better job and then sean payton i mean we had sort of talked about how it seemed like the denver job might be the most difficult to me this seems like a classic like just name your price and in denver they have so much money they can't mess this up like you you can't just put russell wilson down as a sunk cost so it's like you got to try to salvage this any way you can I get it from their perspective. It's, I mean, they have money to burn. So 30 mil a year for Sean Payton or whatever it ended up being um, to them, I'm sure it's worth it. But to me also at the same time, like this isn't a roster that can give away first round picks and like, you know, they don't, they're not in a position to do that. So why not? They just don't have enough talent on their team. In my opinion, I think they got a decent amount of talent. Like I think they're super talented. I think Russell, like like, the offense, like I, uh, defensively, they're good. I just think offensively, I offense, mean, offense they kind of suck, man. That's what I, I mean, think. Offense, you, how much can you? How much of that is rust, though? Like I think their defense yeah. is good enough. No, I'm not saying it's can, rust, but like the wide receivers are complete garbage. They don't have a tight end. Really, the running backs are pretty good. Yeah, I agree. With I like Alex. the receivers, and I think the running backs really oh, good. Come I on, dude, we gotta stop acting like Jerry O-line. Judy is some like aj brown or devonta no i don't like Jerry judy is he's he's never done it no 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 i don't think he's bad judy's cup passed from drew lock teddy bridgewater and yeah like i don't think he's like a whole year with russ i know he got injured but still yeah it's russ (laughs) no guy trust me like like if if he was good we would know was yeah was catching balls from russell wilson or anybody else like he's catching balls from kirk and he's still unbelievable but you look like look at that deep like the defense was Next level, great. I think even yeah. with an average offense, they can more than compete. So basically, hiring Sean Payton, it's like, all right, we have Russ already. Why don't we just see if we can survive this and at least put something salvageable out on offense? Yeah. yeah. Like, I agree that their receiving core isn't great, but Judy's good enough. They got they got enough guys that are good enough at People what they forget. do. People forget. Well, Two look. Patrick missed the whole year. Tim Patrick's pretty good. I yeah. remember hearing a lot oh about Oh, my him. God. Come on. <laughs> Alex, Alex, I like Tim hey, no, but look, but, look at the division they're in, though. Look at the division they're in. Sure, I won't even mention the Raiders, but you got to keep up with the Chargers <laughs> and the Chiefs. I think they have the best receiving core, Devontae Adams excluded from the conversation in the division, and I don't think it's that close. Mm, I mean, the Chiefs don't competing with them. The, the Chargers, are are, the Chargers guys have done more than like the Broncos. Like Kelsey alone is 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 a wide receiver, and he's already better than anyone on the Broncos. This, that's I mean, a decent I, argument. The Chiefs are in the Super Bowl, so it's kind of hard to argue. Even but though it, how much is that it, that receiving core, and how much of it is Patrick Mahomes just well being that? Well, good? even the run game, I don't I don't think he was very good. What's the running back's name from North Carolina? I keep forgetting his name. Javante Williams, but he was hurt all year or most of the year. Yeah, yeah. he was. He's good at re- I, he's catching, but he wasn't like he's not like blow you away like. Talent. He kind of blew me away. I won't he was, lie. He was pretty good. <laughs> wow. Alex is Alex is such a Bronco hater. He can't even bring it up to give Bronco him credit. Bronco and 49er hate. <laughs> Someone in each of the West. I, I think, honestly... Sean Payton's like a, a team stabilizer. Like, he'll get you. You know, Denver, will, at least, now they have some form of... I mean, they've bought their way to like eight and nine minimum with this with this quarterback coach combination. I do think we've learned that Russell Wilson had a little too much dip on his chip. I would say last year, like he he had his own office. He had like a six person entourage following him around. He was basically the offensive coordinator. We've seen, and this was Pete Carroll's whole idea that like he can't do that. So we need to employ 
or, or, or I need to take control of the offense and have other people make those decisions for him. He failed in a situation where he had the opportunity to get the keys to his own offense. Sean Payton's going to come in and take that away from him. He'll probably have a better season. I like the move for them, but I also feel like they're not in a position to give up these picks, and then they'll be scattered picking in the third round and fourth round, and they got to hit those picks or else, you know, they're going to start for a talent fallback. And I know their defense was really good last year, but how much of that credit do you give to the defensive coordinator who probably won't be back with them and could get the job with either Arizona or who's the other team with a vacancy? Indianapolis. I think he's down to the finals in those. So, And even so, Sean Payton might not want to keep him. Sean Payton maybe didn't want to go there until they met his number. So I don't know. I just that. I want to put this out there now. It was kind of a little off topic, but I hate Sean Payton. Well, what do you not like about? Oh, right. the school clap back in the days. That well, I mean, no, we beat him there. That was funny. But I hate the precedent he set where his team started. You know, talent fell off. Cap space was bad because they kept throwing money in to win, and all of a sudden they weren't winning, and now they didn't have any room to work. And then he's just like, ah, oh, I'm going to retire. And then comes back and is like, I want to coach again, but not for you guys. Mm. And basically just asked his way out. So you call him look quitter. I, yeah, I think he's a little baby. I don't hate that. It's not a bad take at all. And Look at, look at Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll gutted it out. Everyone yeah. knows the Seahawks aren't going to win a game, this, that. And Pete Carroll gutted it out and made the freaking playoffs. And, his only and I will Bowl. say, too. I think I give credit more credit to a coach that was able to do it with like through multiple quarterbacks. And I know like Sean Payton, there was like one year of Jameis or whatever, but like it was basically Drew Brees the whole time. Yeah. Whereas Pete Carroll's had like Hasselbeck, Wilson, and then now Geno Smith. Yeah, Pete yeah. Carroll stopped getting respect until they saw him pull greatness out of Geno, and then people realized, oh, yeah, yeah. this guy still is good. Mm-hmm. And Sean Payton, I mean, if he stuck around and had some wins with Jameis, I mean. He could have said it like a, a, a great culture like they have in Seattle now. Maybe they hit on draft picks. You never know. I mean, I, you might be right that he might have the bad mojo on him for just uh, for just up and leaving the Saints, which you never know. I guess we'll have to wait and see. It's something to keep in mind. Uh, Brock Purdy tore his UCL. He's got a, uh, a big elbow problem now. Here, this story is funny for a couple of reasons, not for Brock Purdy's purposes. I hope that he's okay. Now, here's a few thoughts that I had. First of all, to me, Brock Purdy's not in a position where, and you, I know with injuries now, it's like, oh, the guy will just be back to full speed. But this is an injury that's like pretty rare. And I remember it happened to Roethlisberger, and you can laugh, he was getting older, but Roethlisberger wasn't the same after this injury happened to him. And pitchers are a little bit hit or miss after Tommy John. So it's no, and he's not in a position where he throws like a rocket ball where he's just going to like, he can afford to lose some miles per hour on it. You know, he's not that type of quarterback. He's the last pick in the draft. So I do think it's concerning for that reason. But the funny reason is because it leads to another offseason where Alex has to hear about Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo. What are the Niners going to do at quarterback? So I, I know Alex is really excited about talking about if Trey Lance is uh, is the answer for the Niners. Oh, absolutely not. There's no way. No, I don't want to hear any of that. I stuff. love hearing all about it. It's uh, just all the attention no. bill can i ask you a question yeah what's up um would you do you think it'd be like prudent at this point to maybe offer an apology to brock purdy for because before on the last show you were like 
you would have liked him to just go out there and gut it out and throw some deep balls and kind of take the game over. I don't know. Would you like to rescind that? Or are you kind of going to, are you going to go down with the ship on that one? No, I, I think it's a good idea for me to apologize. Um, I want to get out in front of that early. And I thank you for bringing that to my attention because I did say, uh, to be fair to me, I did say, I don't want to sound like a boomer. So I, I said that before I made those statements. So you said, I don't want to sound like a boomer and then sounded like a boomer. Yeah, I did okay. make some boomer statements, but, but like I said earlier this week, people will remember that last year I said that Odell Beckham should have toughed it out through his injury in the Super Bowl. That turned out to be a torn ACL. <laughs> and then I said that Brock Purdy should have toughed it out and he had a Tommy John incident. So, you know, I, I was wrong. Uh, I'll get out in front of that. And I apologize to him and I hope that he has a full recovery. That's what I'm going to say. But this is tough news for you because Brock Purdy's your boy. Uh, yeah, it is my boy. Um, and I think this might be... I was watching Colin Cowherd. He was like, "Yeah, I think he mentioned that the that Brock Purdy was was looking for another like he was going to try and get another opinion from another doctor, like a little Kawhi Leonard." And he was like, "It's because he recognizes that his opportunities like kind of dwindling away." And I think that's probably what's going to happen. He sees might this might he, he was kind of lightning in a bottle with a really good situation and a really good coach. Um, and he's probably he's not gonna be able to run it back, so this might be a situation where he's just a backup. For yeah, I don't know. I feel like somebody like with a unfortunately lower level QB will definitely would definitely take him and definitely at least take a chance. Somebody will talk themselves into him. That yeah. that'll happen at some point down the line. I just don't know that the Niner opportunity is gonna be there next year. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think he's going to be out closer to a year as opposed to six months from what I was reading, depending on how the surgery goes. So uh, it's a difficult thing because you you want to see a guy like that succeed when he gets his chance. But it's just such a t- like that's a freak injury, too. It just doesn't happen to quarterbacks all that often, even though, you know, you'd think it could. It's just it's a tough spot for both sides there. NFL scripted. There was tons of talk about this. You know, I, I saw it everywhere. I'm sure everybody did. Um you know, I believe it a little bit. I think the NFL could be scripted. I think it's actually possible. Um, I've been coming around to that theory in recent months and weeks, so I just wanted to see where you guys were at with this. Yeah, I think it's like a WWE scenario where, you know, like OTAs are secretly just like reading script time and you just read your scripts and then, you know. It's like a play. That's why some guys don't show up to like OTAs because they're like, my script sucks. Yeah, I don't want to describe. <laughs> They're boycotting. So I, I do believe it. I do believe that like it, it is all scripted. Um. So yeah, all like you know, Eli Manning reading his you know two thousand and seven and nine, I think eleven scripts or eleven scripts. Um. There were some good ones. There were some good ones out there. Deshaun reading his script. Imagine uh, Tom Brady reading his script, man. That guy was probably over the moon. <laughs> What a good script. What a good <laughs> That's script. a successful um, script. Exactly. That's a successful script, and then there's some not so su- successful scripts. So, uh, what like is the Cowboys? Yeah. Like, they're so, they're so consistent. I don't even think they need a script anymore. It's like character building. Like, it, it, that's literally what they're doing, dude. It's yeah. Kirk Cousins' season ends on his script with the, with the past, you know, three yards that, on yeah, That had to be scripted. That was the yeah. mo- most Kirk Cousins thing I've ever seen. Yeah. That's how it goes, dude. And, and I think maybe we're onto something with what about holdouts? Are holdouts like script renegotiation requests? Yes. Like what what if that's what that actually is? For sure. Contract negotiations, like I need a better script, like mm-hmm. I'm becoming too good at mine. You gotta like add like pay me properly, yes. you know? Yeah. 
It makes I want some you to sense. Flush out my character better. Yeah. <laughs> Christian. Kirk, I want more lines next year. Christian Kirk yeah. must have been over the moon with his this year. I love yeah. that he's gonna make a hundred. Like what was it? How Seventy-two much? million. Seventy-two and a bunch of catches. Yeah. Have a good season. Zay Jones too. Zay yeah. Jones. Yeah. Get, great script. Yeah. And then he gets called the hardest working player in the NFL. That's how we're introduced to him in his script. That's by Derek Carr of all people. That's pretty good yeah. character. The narration by Derek Carr was really yeah. good on that. <laughs> he's a great narrator. He really yeah. is. Where are you at on script, Owen? And that's where the curse began. I think they didn't want us talking about the script and they didn't want Owen to get his take off. It was too explosive, so they just cut it out. Then the NFL cut the wire. So tough scene. We'll be back Monday. Maybe we'll bring you the double. We still got to get to that draft with Jeff. So sorry to cut things short, but have a good weekend. Talk to you guys Monday.